0: Hey guys, what's up? Just keep the joking. and get right here over there.
1: guys welcome back to another edition of the newfoundland gamer podcast i think we're up to episode 17 now and uh hey it gets more and more (laughs) what is wrong with my tongue tonight it gets more and more fun every time um tonight we is of course michael michael b the game genie and as always we love to have him around chad keeb the joking gamer hello fellas how's it going
0: how's it going guys Hello everybody. Yeah, it's
1: hey. a good night. Um, and that little hey you heard there is one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, I'm going to embarrass him for a second. Um, he has inspired me in many ways. I fantasize him sometimes at night. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I really, I want to get a printout of his picture and hang it over my bed. Tonight we have brought for your pleasure um jeremy you know him as grub gun how's it going my man
2: oh it's going awesome thank you for having me on here uh gentlemen
1: well it's definitely our pleasure and i'm sure it will be our pleasure pleasure so <laughs> oh, things getting
3: thank you for being on the program grub gun <laughs> thanks yeah.
1: sometimes i like making mike feel a little uncomfortable and you know it goes well sometimes so jeremy why don't you share kind of what you do on your channel i'm sure most people are aware of what you do but uh just take a second or two and uh share uh
2: what i do on my channel um i was hoping you could tell me what i do because i'm not really sure (laughs) i stand i I stand there uh i uh show uh my gamecube collection, which is that's all I'm collecting for now um i bullshit for usually twenty minutes, which is part of the course um and i i talk for twenty minutes and I say about three minutes worth of content so that's that's uh that's pretty well i mean i I'm not sure what i do i i honestly i couldn't tell you it's just it's it's free form entertainment to for all so that's what you
1: get (laughs) i think the most important thing is that it is in fact very entertaining i think one of the first videos i ever saw of you um your now infamous camera um was not cooperating as usual it 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 refuses to focus for you until you swear at it and that's pretty much my favorite part so (laughs) uh you know uh it it's good stuff and you know plug him right now go check out his channel it's good stuff it's a lot of fun so
3: don't leave this show <laughs> no. just check him yeah, out after. Yeah. after
1: you know you know listen to us for the next hour or so and then and then go check him out and then spend another hour watching his videos you won't be disappointed yeah. i promise Uh-huh. <laughs> you laugh but i think it's great um anyway so tonight um being that we have you on here tonight grub gun um, Jeremy. Uh, and your whole thing now is you have turned your attention to kind of focusing your collection. I figured we would talk a little bit about collecting, um, what our approaches are. Um, I, I know for a fact that a lot of us or a lot of YouTubers out there that might be listening to this feel a little bit of pressure in terms of, you know, well, I got to do so many pickup videos, I got to get this and I got to get that. And I think, you know, one of the things that you um, kind of have mentioned is, getting rid of the shit so to speak you know um so why don't we take a second or two and an hour or four or whatever it takes to discuss um collecting um so let's uh let's kick it off with that um do do you guys have any like particular um approaches in terms of how you collect what you collect for and why you do that i'm just curious about that why don't
0: now, see, when it comes to collecting for me, the way I collect is, I have, uh, if I buy a game, it has to be a game that a, a game that I want, and uh and for when it comes to retro, it has to have, it has to be a game that has like a certain a certain memory attached to it.
1: What the heck?
0: <laughs> a, a game that I've rented, or uh, you know even I sat down and played with my cousin, played with a few friends, you know that kind of thing
1: so you don't you don't focus on one system or two systems no, or a handful no. of systems
0: all over the board, yeah,
1: but it's all stuff that has nostalgia for you
0: yeah exactly yeah it has it has a a deep memory attached to it, you know what yeah. I mean well that's cool, and, and for handhelds, it's just whatever you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, basically. It's whatever looks good, you know?
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you.
0: Yes, Game Boy and everything else, you right. know what I mean? With the Game Boy, it's also games that I rented when I was younger. <coughs> game Boy, Game Boy Color, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Well, what about...
0: If there's one game that I'm currently looking for right about now. Yeah, what's that? Top Gear Pocket Rally.
1: I've never even heard of that.
0: As for the yeah uh, Game Boy... uh. Or I think it's called Top Care Pocket actually. It's for the yeah, Game Boy
1: Color. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of um Game Boy games just because I didn't I didn't, yeah. I, didn't I only had um I had one of the big fat Game Boys when I was a little kid and um yeah. it it got stolen or something, it vanished and um I never did the handheld game thing ever again after that. So Mike, what what about you, man?
3: It has to be a game.
1: <laughs> that's an approach. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Narrow your search down. That's, that's always the best, uh, the best thing to do. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, kind of a thrift dweller in the fact that I'll go to the thrift stores, flea markets, pawn shops, and sometimes like the, uh, reasonably priced retail stores. And I will see something that I'm interested in or something I've never heard of or something that I think is unique. And as long as it's a fair price, I'll buy it. But uh, if it's something that I'm not interested in, or I don't think I'll actually play, or it wouldn't be something that's cool or unique to have, the only way I'll buy it is if it's at a really good price. So my collecting approach is, I do collect quantity. I like the fact that I have multiple, multiple choices, but I, I kind of understand this philosophy, too, because a lot of times I look at all the games I have, and I think to myself, when the hell am I going to get a chance to play all these games? Yeah, but at the same time, I can't help myself. I'm one of these people that uh, it's like DVDs, it's like everything else that I get into. I'm OCD, and once I start, I have to have everything.
1: Yeah. Is there? Well, I know that you primarily focus on the NES. I mean, that's your primary focus because you're going for a full set, so to speak. Yeah, but but you go you'll go any route, right? You'll you're swing um, always.
3: In, always, <laughs> Uh but I, I have restricted myself somewhat. Um, last year, I was really keen on also picking up a 3DO, and uh, yeah, uh it was a 3DO, and there's something else I'm forgetting about now. Another system, but I can't remember what it was. Mainly, it was the 3DO. I was going to get the 3DO because I wanted to play the 3DO version of Sewer Shark, and I, I stopped to look at some of the prices on eBay for the 3DO. Uh, for the system itself, it just got to jump off. Jaguar was the other one. And uh I noticed the game prices started to jump up. The price, you know, skyrocketed last year. The price of uh retro games, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I'm like, why the hell do I want this? Like, I don't have any available outlets on my TV. Yeah. You know, there's nothing else I can hook up unless I start unhooking systems, hooking them back up. That really is a lot of work. So I kind of cooled off on that. But at the same time... You know, I can't honestly tell you that if I didn't go out to a flea market and see, like, 10 3DO games, I wouldn't get them, even though I don't have the system right now. Well, I mean,
1: you could always flip them, I guess, in the end. I mean, you could always sell them and get something you want. I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's right, because you've been burned on that a couple times.
3: Yeah, sort of. Like, I I, I think I told you about it, Chris. I don't really do any trades. Like, I had uh, some bad trade experiences so far. And I don't sell something that, like, I don't have any problem with people who do sell this stuff. Like, go out and pick something up with the idea of selling it. It's just, that's not me. I don't really want to get into a situation where I'm haggling with people over the phone or putting ads up to try to sell this stuff.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Well, I, you know, I just recently got rid of my Jaguar, but I'll go into that in a second. But uh, So, Jeremy, what about you, man? I know that GameCube's where you're at, and how did that happen? And
2: Well... Yeah, how did that happen? Well, what uh, originally about I guess about a year and a half ago, I I realized I had like n- pretty well no video games. I I uh, they, you know, cuz when you go buy them at the store like for retail price, they're too expensive. So, I started thinking, okay, I'm going to I'm going to start picking up some GameCube games. I like GameCube games. They're, you know, I had lots of fun with the system. I still have the original one I got at launch. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to start collecting those. And what happened was is I was out one day and uh, I saw a big stack of ps2 RPGs and I thought, okay, well, I can't walk away from this you know because I've been I was watching YouTube and everyone's like, don't walk away from a deal so I bought these RPGs and then I thought, well shit I, I don't have a ps2 <laughs> so then that here's where the spiral started for me I then I went on Craigslist and I got a cheap ps2 with like fifteen games with it and then when I was out, now I was looking for GameCube games and PS2 games. And then, of course, with the PS2, you can play PS1 games. Mm. So there's another slippery slope that I got on. I started picking up those as well. And these were all like $3 games. So I thought, well, shit, for $3, yeah. you know, I'm not losing out. I'm going to buy whatever I see. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to just start picking up games.
1: Yeah,
2: And uh, I-, I ended up like just starting to buy everything I saw, like, and I, I I never see GameCube games out in the wild, or hardly ever. But I saw PS2 games; they were coming out the ass. So I thought, okay, I'm just. Uh, I ended up with 200 PS2 games, Holy crap. and you know, Holy a lot of them were really good games. But uh, the thing is, is when you look over at your shelf, and you start seeing 300, 350 games for like, and then I got an Xbox. And then I started collecting for the Xbox as well, cause I, cause I got a real, I got an Xbox for like 10 bucks or something with like 10 games. And I thought, okay, well now I've got an Xbox going, I'm gonna start playing on this. And it just spiraled out, way out of, out of uh, proportion of what I thought it was gonna be. I ended up with just buying everything. Nintendo 64, uh, Genesis, I had a Genesis and I hooked that up. I had every console hooked up to my TV. I ran out of slots, just like, uh, you know, and it's like, I couldn't believe what I was doing and I started buying games based on the fact that I'm gonna make a pickup video. Yeah, And I know yeah. that sounds, it's, it's, you know, people, everyone's kinda done that in their life. You know, like, well, what am I gonna do? I got nothing to film. Oh, well, I'll just buy this shit and, and this'll be good enough. And it just started to get overwhelming. Like I, I wouldn't, I, I, there was about a two month period that I didn't play anything because I would walk up to the shelf, look at it and think, I don't know what to play anymore. You know, there are games that I could sink 200 hours into and games that are pick up and play, but I don't know the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. How am I going to tell unless I stick them in the machine?
1: Yeah.
2: So it, 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 oh, it was just, it, I got nuts. You know, I just, it went crazy over here and I suddenly, you know, it wasn't making me happy anymore. Collecting for everything, I, you know, I thought at the time this is a really good idea. I've got an awesome game collection now, but it it wasn't as awesome as I thought. It was it was the shelf of doom, as I called yeah. it, because it was too overwhelming. Too I had too many games, and uh, so at one point I just thought, okay, screw this. GameCube only. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm gonna pack up my PS2 stuff, pack up the Xbox stuff into boxes, trade off a few things for GameCube stuff, and then throw a focus into one console, more or less one console. I mean, I got the Wii and the Wii U as well. So I mean, you know, they're all Nintendo and they're all more or less in the same kind of genre there. So, uh, I, I, I had to focus on one console or one kind of grouping of consoles. Or I was just screwed. I was going to end up broke and miserable, so I, I just had to do it. I, I mean, not everybody is going to think this way. Like everybody picks up their own shit, and you know, even still to this day, I'll see um, PS2 games and stuff for three bucks and two bucks. I'll still grab one or two, but I know I'm just going to flip them for something else. I'm going to. I know people on YouTube who want such things. And I'll just come home with them at PM them and say, I found this. If you have anything or if you find anything, let's trade for it. So, you know, I, I, it was a, it was a <coughs> evil spiral that I got caught in with collecting. So it, uh, I'm glad I'm out of it though now. Yeah. I'm a recovering addict. I think is what you can say. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, I think, I think you kind of brought up a good point is whenever you mentioned the pickup video thing, like I think, I think there's a little bit of a pressure in terms of being on YouTube and having your collection out there in people's faces that you feel like you've got to have a video up every couple of days. So you, I mean, a pickup video is pretty easy to do. And honestly, I mean, I was just looking at my channel stats, like some of my more popular videos are pickup videos, you know, and you know, I don't, I don't particularly you know think my pickup videos are incredible or anything but i guess people like watching what you get um and you know it's i i don't know i i guess maybe there's it's there's a little bit of pressure to make sure you're putting something out so yeah i'll pick up a handful of ps2 sports titles because there's not hardly any of those anywhere you can hardly find those so someone you know,
3: actually does collect those here i know <laughs> uh Uh, Hold on. If I can jump in there. Uh, As soon as GrubGun said this, and I I totally agree uh, about the pickup videos, uh, a couple things came to my mind. And then, Chris, you said something, too, that really sparked something in me. Uh, uh, We all know NT1138. uh, He said to me one time, and I kind of get this, that pickup videos are usually so popular because people seem so relaxed in a pickup video. I mean, you're not trying to get a point across. You're just kind of talking off the top of your head. And it's almost like you're more natural in your pickup videos. And apparently that's why a lot of people really enjoy pickup videos. Yeah. I'm going to be burned for saying this because so many people do this, but I'm actually not a big fan of pickup videos, even though I do it. And when I started YouTube, that's what I started doing. I started doing pickup videos because what do you do on YouTube in the gaming community? You show people what you got, but I actually don't really enjoy doing those as much as I enjoy doing other things, like trying to do a review or something, you know, something else. But uh, it, it's kind of like a necessary evil, and I myself was the exact same way. Like, I'd come across a game, like, I just bought Ogre Battle on the Super Nintendo. And, uh, you know, half of me said, well, I like RPGs. But the other half of me said, oh, wow, this would be a really cool game to, you know, show that I picked up. So I th- I think it does push people. And, you know, it's okay if you're just picking this stuff up uh for $3 at a garage sale or something like that. If you find something cool, absolutely pick it up and show it off. But, you know, when you're paying retail prices just to put something up on videos and yeah. try to attract views, I mean, that's when you really got to stop and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, is this important to me? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yeah, that that's... The the and then that goes back to the passion thing. Like, why are you doing it? I mean, you know, you know, like Jeremy, like switching your focus. It's it's a console you're passionate about now. And like Mike, your 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 NES collection chronicles. That's a con. That's a console you're passionate about. So like, I guess the pickup videos. There's a genuine excitement whenever you get something for it. There's a genuine you know it's 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 not a pickup video for the sake of a pickup video not that there's anything wrong with pickup videos i mean i i like i actually enjoy pickup videos um with certain channels i mean you know um everyone does their own spin on it you know so i mean i don't know it's kind of like you said it's kind of a necessary evil but at the same time um whenever a person's passionate about what they're picking up that's when it's really cool and, um you know it and, and that that change that that Jeremy has in his channel, I think is like trickled down into other channels, like myself personally, you know, I just got rid of my jaguar, um traded my jaguar and both all three controllers and both games for you know three <laughs> Nintendo games, you know, um, granted, two of them were kind of rare. Mike, you wanna borrow one of them?
3: <laughs> I want both of them.
1: <laughs> I'll trade you. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you borrow my um, um, my RC Pro M2 for your um Earthbound.
3: Yeah, I got your message earlier. Yeah, Chris. just
1: you just send it first.
3: <laughs> you can. I don't lend games. You should know <laughs> this.
1: But you can trust me, Mike. <laughs> I was, the fireplace is burning behind me now, and I'm drinking wine from a skull, stroking
3: a cat, <laughs>
1: a hairless cat. Yeah. Because they're fun, but now yeah, I mean the the whole collection thing. I I, I've totally changed my outlook. I sold my 3DO and the whole my whole 3DO collection um, this week for 120 bucks. And right now I'm looking at my Xbox, my wall of original Xbox stuff, and the only games that are kind of keeping me from selling it at right this second is the Knights of the Old Republic series. I I I I love playing those, and um, but. I, there's a, that $350, um, that $350, uh, Earthbound box, Earthbound I told you about earlier, Mike. Earlier this week. Um, I'm, I think I might try to trade in my, my whole Xbox collection for it. But we'll see.
3: Yeah, now would be a good time to do it if you're gonna trade in Xbox because they're relatively cheap. There's not a whole lot of hidden gems on the Xbox that are running up prices. So if you're gonna do it, now would be a good time because you could get it back quickly if you wanted to. Yeah. So,
1: I, I might try that out, might drag it up there this week and see what happens. And even if I don't get enough money to get what I want, I know they do have some stuff in there I do want. So, you know, I'm about that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think YouTube, in terms of the, tr- the collection thing, I think YouTube has kind of been a, um, I don't know, kind of a contributor to the, the crap collecting, maybe. Does that make sense?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally.
1: Cause I mean, there's definitely a pressure. I mean, you, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I would be lying if I didn't say that when I watch, Mike, when I watch your videos and I see that ball of Nest collection, that wall of Nest carts behind you, there's a, there's a little hint of jealousy in my, in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a, you got a badass collection, my man. You know, and, and I want one too. You know, so why not pick up a wall of PS2 garbage to, fill your shelf, you know?
2: So I don't know. It's, it's, it's,
1: it's kind of weird to look at that and think about it from that standpoint, I think.
2: Well, I thought I was doing the right thing. That was the thing. Like I thought at the time, you know, when I saw the games for $3 at value village and there were just stacks of them and you know, there were good games mixed with crap games and I was being quote unquote discerning and picking up the ones I thought were good but the thing is, is even if you have to, over 200 good PS2 games, you still can't spend any time on them. You know what I mean? Like how, I, I even if I started at the first one, I'd, I'd still only be 20 games in for, if I'd started it six months ago. So, I I, 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 there was no way I could, uh, I could maintain just buying everything. So I, I mean, even, even if I hadn't have changed my, uh, focus, I, I I don't know how I would have, I don't know what would have happened. I, I would have ended up like, I, I started getting miserable. My pickup videos were me. I wasn't laughing. I wasn't having a good time. I'm holding up, you know, fucking Madden and shit like that. And nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, here's fucking Madden and whatever. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, six. Oh, seven. It doesn't matter because it actually doesn't matter. You know, and it got, and when I'm saying, when I was saying this, here's a game, it doesn't matter, it didn't matter to me. And you know, I, whether, whether the people watching were entertained or not, you know, that, it was kind of irrelevant at that point, you know, and now when I get a stack of GameCube games, I'm stoked to have these games. I, you know, I'm going for a full set, so when I get 10, that's 10 closer to my goal, and even if some of them are, you know, uh, shit, as it were, uh, they, they, and they, but they still look good on the shelf, and they contribute to my goal. So, yeah, I, you know, before I had absolutely no goal. My goal was content, content, content. That was that was my original thing with with YouTube. Just get shit out on out on YouTube. Just <laughs> three videos a week, so that people know you're alive. And yeah. uh, it doesn't matter what you're holding up. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it it just it it made me miserable. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, it, it's. It, Granted, they were cheap, but cheap isn't good, you know? Like, cheap yeah. makes you do stupid things, you know? And that's, that's the problem.
1: Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're definitely right. And there's that, there's that, like you said, that pressure of getting the three videos out a week to, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this several times on different, for different reasons, but that pressure to do something because we're scared of losing subscribers. I mean, back when Keep quit YouTube for, um, six minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I I don't have a good watch. But you know, when but but the thing is that the there's that fear of well if I, you know, don't release a video every day, if I'm not doing you know, that I'll lose subscribers and I think that's kind of become we're not collecting because we love games, we're collecting because we want people to watch our videos. Yeah. And then why are you making videos anyway then?
2: Yeah.
0: You
1: know. You know, when you started making – when most of us started making videos, it's because we were passionate about something and we wanted to share something. Now we're just making videos so that people will watch it, you know?
3: Uh, I don't know about that. uh, I'll go back here. Like, yes, if I put a video up and nobody watched it, I might be a little upset. But I still make videos for myself because I want to watch it and something I want to see or something that I think would be humorous and I'd like to do. And every time I make a video, I make it for myself. I'm, I'm, this is gonna sound horrible, but I'm not really worried what anybody else would think. That, that's right. probably a really messed up idea, but that's what I
0: do. No, no, that's I don't. Same here with me, Mike, you
3: know, Yeah,
1: I, I don't think that's messed up at all. I mean, I think I think that's how it should be. But I think that I'm just saying that there's. I know that I know for a fact that there's a lot of YouTubers that fall in that trap, and you know. There was there have been times where I've been guilty of of falling into that mindset, you know? And then I'll like, you know, shake it off and really realize that, you know what, screw it. You know, like right now I haven't released a weekend game guy episode in almost two months. One, I don't have the time to do it right now. It's a lot of work. And it it is. It's an ass load of work. And then after that after my Super Back to the Future video, I just and all that TARDIS insides, chroma keying hand by hand that I had to do was just it was exhausting. I just don't have the time to do it.
3: I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. That sounded awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was a nightmare. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in terms of what I've done here. And you know, granted, I think every episode I've done of that series has been a big learning experience in terms of video editing and all that crap. But who gives a shit about that? Honestly, I mean, Some of the most fun videos I've had doing lately have been my response videos, like the one I did for Stu, the one I did for you. I mean, I've had a blast doing those because it's it's easy and I just get to share stories and I just get to do, you know, whatever I want. I think for a little while to kind of give myself a break, especially with, you know, the hectic schedule I have right now, um, you know, that might be what I'm doing, you know, to keep it. Keep it light on myself and just really being relaxed. That's like you were saying, being relaxed and just enjoying it and being me.
2: Yeah. yeah. For that's, a little while. Yeah, that, that's what I do now. Like I just, I, I just enjoy myself. I hit record on the camera and just let it, let, just have fun. I, and yeah. I, I could care less who watches. You know, the fact that I, you know, I, I've bitched before to, to myself, like, Oh fuck! I got to answer a hundred fucking comments. Jesus yeah. Christ! Like, all I did was hold up games, for Christ's sakes. There's nothing really to comment on there, guys. But uh, you know, but still, I and then afterwards, after I'm done and I read all the comments and I re- see and I, I I get to show my appreciation for other people watching. It's like, oh yeah, okay, well, you know, I'm having fun and they're having fun. So that's that's all that's important. I could be holding up fucking groceries.
0: And you know what I mean? And and if I be freaking hilarious. You know,
1: that's that's a good pickup idea. <laughs> do that. That's a that's
3: a good pickup. Today
1: I got a squash. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. So exactly. I'm doing
3: it. And you know how sometimes in pickup videos, like I do it myself too. I'll try to like give a really bad description of why I like the game or something. Like you can see you keep saying yeah, this is a good zucchini. What I really <laughs> like about it. this is how it's different from other zucchinis.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah. a curve in it. Yeah, yeah I kind of bought, bought this zucchini because it's, you know, the size of my deck or See? something like that. Yeah. They sell baby zucchinis <laughs> out your way, <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh. <laughs> Mike just got me. Oh, nice. <laughs> I applaud you there, brother. I applaud you there. Oh man! I love to get you back in some voice.
3: Oh, I know you will. It's it's, it's, it's will. coming.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you know, our
1: our collecting habits have been reflected in videos, and then we get we fall into that trap of making penis jokes about zucchinis.
2: Everybody does it. A, Every it happens to all of us. Yeah, it's you a know.
3: quality podcast, guys. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. And if I could just get another second, I I do want to clarify, because, Chris, you said a good point. I don't hate pickup videos. Like, I'm not talking about that. But what I mean was kind of what Jeremy talked about. You can tell sometimes when it's forced and people don't really care about what they're doing. And it's like myself. Like, if I don't care about what I have and what I want to show... I'm probably not going to do a pickup video for a while until I have something I want to talk about or something I'm excited about. And sure, I'll put the other things in there, but mainly I'll focus on the one or two items I really care about that I grabbed. Yeah,
1: and that's part of the biggest reason I do a monthly thing. One, because I don't get a whole lot of stuff, really, in the grand scheme of it. I know people that pick up as much as I – what the hell accent did I just have? As much (laughs) – as much as i do in one week i mean you know it takes me a month to get 10 games cuz you know i got a budget of a a pauper you know and it's so so i i only collect you know a handful of things and you know i i share it every you know month so i mean th- that's a big part of it because i don't want to sit there and try to force something when i'm talking about hey i found disc only tiger woods for the ps2 <laughs> you know like Who, who
3: cares? You know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: funny boy. Funny Chris,
3: You know, you know what I really like about pickup videos too? It's not so much when a person tells me about, like, uh, Pete Doerr's pickup videos. Like, I'll watch those and I really like them because Pete knows a lot about the game. But it's the way I am. I prefer someone who's gonna tell me a story about how long they've been looking for the game or close calls they might've had picking it up before or the great deal they got. That's kinda what I like. I, I, you know, I don't want someone to, when you watch a pickup video someone's like, I got, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. And then they immediately put it down and I'm like, okay, well, why'd you show me that? Banjo-Kazooie's a game a lot of people have.
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> is there some story behind it? Some reason why you're excited to pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, right. putting some heart into it, I guess, is the thing. And, you know, I don't know. And the whole thing with the collecting thing is, is that I think, I think if, it's like I said earlier, that if we're passionate about the system, that's whenever those things happen. I mean, every time, I mean, you've got a story for about every cart you show whenever you collect, you do your Nest Collection Chronicles. And, and Jeremy, every time you read a back cover, <laughs> the quality explanations that they apparently give on the back, I never read those, and I've never thought about how crappy the explanations were of the game. Like, you know, what was the one, oh, what was the hockey thing? I just watched your uh, video where you got the Hockey 06 NHL 06 and it's like Return of the something. I don't know. I don't do hockey, so I don't know. I'm <laughs> I live I live too far south, guys. We don't have a lot of ice down here. Uh,
2: it says the rush is back. That's it. That's yeah. Been, yeah. the rush is back. Yeah. Yeah, every year for since 1998, the rush is back. NHL 06, everyone. Yeah. Fucking A. Like it's <laughs> Might as well just say that on the back of every year, you know, like here's here's NHL 07, It's more hockey, more <laughs> different uniforms, more hockey. You know,
0: yeah.
2: six bucks out of your
3: pocket. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it. To be fair, it was a quality NHL title when it came out, and it's one of the last NHL games to actually have the original style gameplay before it moved to the whole ultra realistic nhl dynamic that they provide today which is actually not fun to play where you can't use the x button to pass or the circle button to shoot realistically because they got the mechanics all screwed up and you got to use the friggin trigger stick anyways i'll <laughs> stop with that oh. nhl six was good
1: i think that's one of the ones i'm going to send Keeb actually for but i think it's in the xbox version but yeah I
3: I am, I am unfortunately one of those people that since NHL '93 has bought that game every year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Same here.
1: I I haven't, (laughs) because I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the sport, fellas. I know. I'm, I'm the odd man. One of these things is not like the other, and I don't know anything. I don't know a damn thing about hockey, (laughs) which sucked because I had a roommate that like used to play hockey back in college. Well, actually, it was more like grad school stuff. But, uh, he, um, he had played hockey in high school and he's a beast of a man. He's six foot seven, 350 pounds. Like he can sand wood with his nutsack. I mean, he is a man's man. And, <laughs> um, and it was cool though. It was, he was cool to live with, especially during the, the, the hockey time. Um, it was the year that actually our state won the Stanley cup and, um, I guess that's what it's called and uh he explained like the whole sport to me like every match every game we watched like he was like explaining what's happening and I actually really started kind of getting into it and I actually became a, a a penguins fan um for that short time period and then he moved to germany and i completely stopped watching and i can't remember a damn thing about it so <laughs> oh well <clears throat> i don't know if, I, if i'm missing out or, or anything but there that's my short hockey story i don't know if anybody cares
3: I liked your hockey story.
1: Thanks. I'm really excited about hockey, and I picked up NHL 2K6 because um, I love hockey, and I had a giant roommate that <laughs> taught me about it. He's a classically trained cellist, fellas, I, also. Like, he's like he – he is a walking enigma. Like, no one it, – it's hard. It's almost impossible to understand this guy. Like, like how, do he, how does this person even exist you know, like <laughs> when we lived together, he would sit, we would rented this house and he would go down in the garage and he would make knives out of metal that he found at work. And then he would come in and play cello and teach me about hockey. And, um, you got, are you guys familiar with the caber toss? Yeah. 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 He, he trained for that in the Highland games, uh, for the Highland games in our state. And, um, like seriously, one Saturday morning I hear this weird noise in the yard and I go out and he's got, the guy's got a telephone pole thrown in, it in our backyard. He's the coolest guy ever. I miss was him. He,
2: was he growing up not sack, though? I mean, that's
3: <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. <That's laughs> incredible. Yeah, so know, basically, right? you were living with the missing link.
1: I was like, and the guy looks like a real life Santa Claus. Like, like I could really like. He looked like Santa Claus. Like, I think he is Santa Claus. Wow. That's pretty cool stuff.
3: So, getting back to collecting. Yes, I'm focusing on the NES and TurboGrafx 16. That's all I'm focusing on going forward.
0: And right now, I am clearly still going for a full lot of Nintendo handles.
3: Yeah, that's cool. Whole
0: shit and shebang. You're
1: going for all the games, or just the consoles, or both?
0: Both. Consoles and games.
1: That's a good call. Yeah. And I think, I think for the most part, you can find a good portion of that fairly affordable,
0: and uh and my main my main my main collection right now is DS.
1: Yeah, I noticed you had a lot of DS pickups lately, so
0: yeah, I'm on a Nintendo DS kick.
1: That's good. Yeah,
0: I a DS on Sunday. That's cool. My brother's donating it to me. Cool. God I love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's do- he's donated two consoles to my collection so far. Nice. Well, the DSI, and, and, uh, the, uh, Game Boy Color. That's cool. And, uh, actually, my Game Boy, my, my, my Game Boy Pocket's down in his room. Nice. Cause technically I bought that for him for, for Christmas one year, so, I'm, uh, I'm going to be taking that thing back out of him. <laughs> <laughs> when I go down there, I'm just gonna sneak it.
1: Well, that's but a,
0: that's a the room and he won't know.
1: That's a good brother. That's a good brother.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: called Being an Indian Giver. I'm familiar with it. Anyway. Yeah,
0: it's, it's fun. It's well, fun.
1: I I myself am, you know, I do actually collect quite a bit for the PS2. And oh. um, I, I, uh, I've been looking at that Rule of Rose. I, I'm desperate to get that game. It's a freaky weird, there's a little bit of pedophilia kind of thing going on in that game. I really don't know how I feel about all that. But it does look like a pretty creepy survival horror game. And I love that genre, so... I might grab that, but right now, it's like I told Mike and I told you guys that there's that boxed earthbound sitting just down down the street from me, and I'm pretty interested in it. So I think I might load everything up later this weekend and go drop it off and see if I can get anything for it. I don't know. I got a lot of, like, different things I could probably trade in here. I got a mountain of PS2 cables, so maybe they'll give me a couple bucks for that. I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, collecting, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Just, just, just enjoy what you do. Don't do it for the sake of doing it. I think that's what we all agreed on here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it it, kind of goes back to what I say about, well, just about everything, especially like reviews and things like that. In the end, it's, it's, it's yours and you've got to deal with it. So if, you know, if. If, if someone, if you feel like you've gotta do it because you've gotta make someone happy, you're not, you're not gonna be happy. You're gonna look at your, your shit shelf, so to speak, and you're gonna be pretty disappointed with yourself yeah, and uh, your life.
2: So. Exactly.
0: Speaking of, uh, shelfing, I just got a new shelf there today, so, mm-hmm. uh, I'm telling you, it looks like there's gonna be a, uh, room tour 4.0 afterwards. <laughs> But I get the new shelf, and all the games—all the games that I want displayed on that shelf.
3: Well, <laughs> at least we'll be able to finally see the armoire. Yeah,
1: that, that he's been working on for the last couple episodes. <laughs>
0: Funny.
1: So, uh, keep—are you ready to keep speaks? Yep. I'm a little afraid. So,
0: here. Boy, let me let me turn. Hang on, let me just get my cell phone turned on here.
1: All right. Well, while he's doing that, um, every week for the last three weeks now. Every week, like it's been like going on for years. Yeah. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, we've decided to give Keeb a, a platform to express his feelings, his needs, um, and sometimes let us know that he's quitting YouTube for a couple minutes. Literally. Yeah. And um yeah. so, uh, tonight is no exception. It's time for Keeb Speaks. Are you ready, Keeb?
0: Uh, just about.
1: Just just about. He's gonna get there. I'm
0: just gonna be doing the whole ex-girlfriend thing once again. Oh, I can't wait. I'm. I can't wait. Just getting this, you know, basically getting this band-aid off my freaking chest.
1: Okay. I'm preparing
3: the principal speech from Billy
1: Madison. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 I need
1: a, a beep button or something to bleep out anything that I'm afraid of here.
0: <laughs> why, why? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know what's going to happen right now. Cursing? there cursing? There probably will be some cursing. There normally is in some adult situations. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And we
1: all know that there's yeah. some partial nudity going on at pretty much all ends of this conversation. Sometimes uh, except...
3: in a podcast where there's absolutely no video, there's still partial nudity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, let me just pull this... Up here, what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So where does where does this all start? Let me let me just go. Let me just scroll through here.
1: Keep you couldn't have had this queued up ahead of time.
0: (laughs) I could have. Yeah, but.
1: Where would the fun be in that, right?
0: Yeah, where would the fun be in that? Yeah, just bring it on the, you know, the middle of the moment here.
1: All right, well. I'm ready when you are.
0: I'm just about ready. If Keep can't get this ready, I'm gonna pull out some
3: old penthouse letters and read those. <laughs> okay.
1: I always thought these letters were fake. <laughs> <laughs> Until the Hawaiian Tropic Bus stopped at my house.
0: Okay, it starts it starts here with uh uh me, okay. I go I feel like I feel like I've lost a part of me when being when when uh when I broke up with Dickie now. Now I have that part of me back now that we're together. I love you so much, right? Then I go, I just want to let you know that I'll never break your heart. And I was, I was going to end that with all, you know, I'll always be there for you and stuff like that, but I forgot to put that in there, right? Then she right. says, okay, baby, I love you. Thanks. Whenever you're, what, what is it? Oh yeah. Whenever you're old. Whenever you're too old for me, I'll, 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 I'll always love you, baby. Interesting, right? hmm And that's pretty much just the conversation. It's quite interesting. I mean, uh, I mean, I actually, actually truly think that I'm actually, for once, in love with this girl and, you know, that's cool. I mean, I'm glad that, I, I'm glad that I've actually got somebody now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm looking forward to the future where, everything that takes us. You know
3: what I mean? I hear you, man. Hopefully yeah. Too bed.
0: Yeah, hopefully to bed. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> can get some freak out in this bedroom here. <laughs> oh
1: God, I'm never gonna be able to watch any more of your videos, keep.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: This <laughs> gonna have too much uh <laughs>
3: Keeb's yeah. got a computer in the bedroom now, too, so he yeah. can do, like, a pickup video or something, and he be like, <laughs> yeah, let me just get the stuff off the bed that I just did it in. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can literally say that when,
1: you know... Uh, oh, gosh, keep. What are we going to do with I, you? I don't know about
0: you guys, but... Uh, I can see a few more, a few more years. I, 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 I think I'm hearing
1: wedding bells in the distant future. Wow. Well, well, don't catch your chickens before they hatch, there, Keeb, You know.
0: You never know. This might be the one. You know. It might be. Might be the cash. It
1: might be. It might be.
0: Well, might be. well yes. to be honest, unless I start
3: taking a grub grub approach to my collecting, I can see divorce papers in the future. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. My wife actually did come in the other day. It's funny we're talking about this. And she actually sat me down and, uh, I was telling Chris, and I think I might have told Chad a little bit earlier this week, yeah. there, a weird ad popped up on Kijiji here in uh, St. John's, which is like our version of Craigslist. Oh, and yeah. a guy was selling the three Panesian porn games for the NES. Um, these are terrible games, but they're like collector gems because each one is listed on com for around a thousand bucks. So I wrote wow. the guy and, and uh, this is the point where you really got to question yourself. Like, are you a collector or do you, an, what are you doing? I wrote him, and I said, realistically, how much do you want for these games? And he wrote me back, and he said a $1,000. So immediately I'm thinking, I'm never going to get these. This is an opportunity. Do I want to spend a $1,000 to get $3,000 for the games? So I talked to a couple people on YouTube to see if I wanted to do it. And out of nowhere, the guy just writes me back, and he goes, 650 final offer. So I was like, holy crap, I, I, I think Damn. i got to do this. Then he posts another ad. Where he's got a second lot of games he's letting go, which was DuckTales 2, Power Blade, uh DuckTales 2, Contra Force, uh, Bomberman 2, Bubble Bobble 2, and I can't remember the other game, but it was also very good, Scat.
0: Yeah. And
3: he rates me back again, and he says, Yeah, I'll do the whole thing for 9.50. And man oh man, like I was ready to he was about eight hours away from me, too. I was ready to jump in the car and go do it. And my wife actually sat me down and she said, Okay, this is it. If you do this. This is the last games you can buy forever. And we went through the whole process of doing up a budget and all that stuff. And at the end of it, I was thinking, you know what? I'm just going to stop collecting for a while. I'm not going to buy anything unless really it's something I want to get. And I did. I said, that's it. Unless I see TurboGrafx-16 games locally or Nintendo games locally, I'm just not going to buy anything anymore because my wife was ready to leave the other night. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Well
0: your relationship sh- sh- was on the version of ending and mine's on the version of just beginning. Yeah. So I don't know, guys. All I gotta say is, you know, all you gotta do is say is, guys, keep your balls away from your, your woman's first. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause the minute that you let her ruin your life, well then, you know, your life's already ruined.
1: Right. Well
0: that yeah, that that's keep speaks, guys. <laughs>
3: Chris, can you actually add a more you know clip there after <laughs>
1: that? <laughs> I sure can.
0: <laughs> All right. I can do you,
1: about anything.
0: What are you mean with that? Uh,
1: for the old public service announcements from back in the day. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh yeah, so <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, anything good in the news fellas? You heard anything good about Uh I've heard a lot of um uh Kind of, sort of backpedaling via uh, from the mouths of Microsoft, Um, backpedaling, but it's still saying the same thing that we've all been kind of hinting at. You know, the um, they came out and released a statement or whatever about the always on, always online business, and they are now claiming that it doesn't have to always be online. You just got to check in every twenty-four hours. (laughs) If that makes sense. So you don't have to be on
2: on probation or something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Check it. Check in
1: with your probie and, uh, and, and it will be okay. And then something else about like, uh, the used game business, how they're like, they're not going to earn an extra cent at all. Apparently, according to what this article I read said, Oh, we're not going to earn an extra cent at all yet. We're the ones charging you. I think if I'm not mistaken. So it's, Um, I don't know. Anybody? Have any of you heard any of this backpedaling business from Microsoft at all? Or am I the only one that just read that article today?
2: Well, I I heard that. Yeah, I heard about the always online and the checking in every twenty four hours thing, and the um, the what is it called the the fee for lending your game out or giving your game to someone else, and how Microsoft wasn't going to be the ones collecting the money, but. Yeah. You know that, I mean, it's all, the, the, it's damage control is what that is, because they realizing that uh, they, they're making a mistake somewhere along the line that the gamers, you know, <laughs> us nerds aren't going to put up with bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if, if you can't hand your game to a friend and say, here, you should play this, it's awesome. I don't know how many people are going to think, here, Here, here if you can hand your game to a friend to go, here, you should play this. It'll cost you 35 bucks to borrow this game when you re-register it with Microsoft. Yeah. You, yeah. You, no one's going to... I, I can't think of anybody except people who have more money than fucking God who are going to think, oh, this is a great idea. I'm down with this. What? Yeah. So yeah. I, you can't go to the store and buy a used game or, you know what I mean? It's all... Everyone's... It's just causing commotion and, and a bunch of nonsense in the, in the quote unquote gaming community because everyone thinks that we're being alienated now by Microsoft. You know, like there's no more Xbox 360 days where you can just, you carry your Xbox over to your buddy's house and say, okay, right, let's play all night. You know what I mean? And the, the, how the, it'll be able to tell how many people are in the room with the connect. So, you know, if, if you've got nine people in the room, uh, well, and only one of them's paid for the game, well, you know, they, they can do something about that. Who, who, what, it doesn't really make any sense to me. You know, I mean, I'm never going to buy one. So right. I, I don't really right. have any, I, it doesn't matter to me, but I can't wait for, uh, E3 to see what's actually going to happen. Cause this is all just. Most of it's just, you know, according to a source kind of shit. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's, it's stupid. I mean, it's, it's, it's childish behavior from a company that already basically rules our fucking lives. You know what I mean? Like who doesn't have windows on their fucking computer? You know what I mean? Like who, it's, 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 it's just like, well, here's another way we can screw around with you. You know, uh, always on internet. I mean, I live in this quote-unquote big city, and I'm not fucking my internet goes out. I'd be screwed, you know? Like, uh-oh, your internet's not on. Well, you, what's the penalty? There's not, they're not saying what the penalty yeah. is yet, Yeah. but what's it going to be? Well, we're going to break your system. Right. You know, it's like the Wii U. <laughs> Don't mess with the Wii U. We'll brick it. You know what I mean? There you go. Have fun with that yeah. now, kids. You know, so it's uh, – I'm waiting to E3 to hear what is actually going to happen because the hearsay and, you know, backroom mm-hmm. rumors and shit like that, you can't trust any of it really until you see it come out of the mouths of the uh Microsoft geniuses down there. You yeah. know what
3: I mean? There's also – I actually – I've actually heard some inside rumor about what happens if you don't check yeah. it out. <laughs> Yeah, actually they send the scent notes from Terminator (laughs) 2, the future scenes to your house to find out what the hell is going on. I heard the same thing.
1: I heard the same thing. And my brother works at Microsoft, so I can vouch for that.
3: Or Robocop comes to
1: your house. Oh dude, let him come to my house. I will make, I will whip him up some baby food and it will be on. Cause if there's one person I want to hang out with, it's Robocop.
3: No, 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 no! You got me wrong. It's not actually RoboCop. It's the actor who played oh, RoboCop. I'm still good with that. Yeah, he, he just comes to your house. With well, he probably needs
2: a gig, so I mean that's all right.
3: That was some... in the new Star Trek movie. He was the Peter Weller. Yeah. You kidding me? No, no, sir.
1: I'm gonna go watch that. Yep. I'm kind of opposed to watching it because I heard about the
3: con thing and, eh. Take it or leave it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, Am I getting him confused? Well, Peter Weller, that's not the guy that does Megatron's voice. No, 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 that's,
1: um, no, that's, um, that's, um, Peter Cullen.
3: No. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. no, no. That's Frank Weller. Yeah. Peter Cullen does Optimus Prime. Sorry. It doesn't really matter. Does it? (laughs) All we know is, all we know is I want Peter Weller to come hang out with me that's really the most important part of this conversation so peter weller if you're out there listening um just come over we'll grill some steaks um we'll kick back have a couple beers you can arrest me
0: <laughs> you know
1: i will comply <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> I want the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2 <laughs> to come over to my house and just keep saying, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah.
1: See, that's fun. But, uh, other new stuff, uh, I sent you, Mike, a link to that sick looking, um, Jason Voorhees figure that's like based off the Nintendo game. That's kinda cool. I want that. So, um, you can buy it for me. <laughs> right? That was that was the deal, right? Right? No. (laughs) No. See, now you're lying. See, before the podcast, you said it was okay, and now we've got it on recording that you said you
3: would buy it. All kidding aside, though, I really do want to get that. That looks really, really cool. That would. And being a guy that like personally, I love
1: that that Nintendo game. That's like one of my favorite games on the system, which is kind of like almost morbid in a way because I know it's a tough, it's a rough game, but. Oh, yeah. But come on man, that it's a cool game. I mean in the grand scheme of it, there's a lot of really good memories at especially for me. Like me and my brother played that game like non stop as kids. So like I, I don't know. I got a lot of good 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 fond, fond memories of that game. So of course I want that on my shelf, which is like running out of room. I don't even know what to do about that, but <clears throat>
3: I, I honestly think there should be some kind of challenge out there, like get a bunch of guys, YouTube, whatever, to get together, all start playing like Friday the 13th at the same time and see who can be the first to finish it.
1: Mm. Mike, do you smell that? You
0: you want, do you smell that?
1: that? I smell a, I smell another challenge video coming up. Challenge? I think <laughs> it'd be a good idea. I do mm. too. Maybe we should make an inner podcast challenge video or something. We'll have to to chew on this and think about this later,
3: Mike. I think it's a good idea. Uh, I know it's not video game related, but I do want to bring up the fact, since we're talking about Friday the 13th, is anybody else uh, aware of the fact that Paramount now have exclusive rights to the Friday the 13th film franchise again? And are going ahead with the sequel to the Friday the 13th reboot. Really? Yes. I kind of like the reboot. I mean, it was... It was, you know,
1: obviously a little bit of a departure from the original movie, which the original Friday 13th is one of my all-time favorite horror films. Um, My favorite is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I don't know if that surprises anybody or not, Um, but the the, the original one is, I think it's a pretty brilliant movie in terms of like how they play it out, you know, and it was a whodunit. Yeah, it really was really good. I mean... It, it wasn't just your standard i mean after that it became the standard slasher movie, but there was a lot more of suspenseful um things about that it's a great movie really but um, I enjoyed the the reboot movie and i'll I'll be interested to see what this um the sequel's about i i think that's cool
3: i I'm really hoping that uh it's been since Warner have taken over that they have this fascination because Warner's kind of responsible for all the monster movies, The Last Little Wall, or horror movies. They have this fascination with making Jason this giant. Yeah. And, like, you can see the progression from when they did the first New Line movie to where we are right now, where Jason's grown about three feet. And he becomes this massive, like, ridiculous monster. And I'm a huge horror movie fan. And Friday the 13th, that's my wheelhouse right there. But what I always liked about it was the fact that, going back to the first one, This wasn't some ridiculous, unkillable monster originally. This was just something that could really happen. Like, Jason's mom, I mean, she's such a scary character because she just snaps. Yeah. And then Jason himself, I mean, can you think about how scary that would be to come across this shack in the woods and to see this, like, deranged mongoloid just waiting in the woods to, you know, do creepy stuff? Hold on one
1: second. When you said shack in the woods, I pictured Shaquille (laughs) (laughs) O'Neal. I don't know why. But, I, I did, I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: <laughs> like, I can't stop thinking about shagging like, the Woods. Can now. you imagine
1: that? Like, wandering through the woods, like, maybe he, see, you're talking about him becoming a giant man, like, he would be perfect for the new movie.
3: No, I, I, <laughs> what, uh, what I really want to see them do is kind of go back to where the franchise should be, which is around that first one to four movies, and focus on Jason around that era. I, I know not everybody probably agrees yeah. with that, but that's my favorite era. Same Jason. here.
2: You've, Friday the Thirteenth movies are my favorite horror series. I, I I I saw most of them in the theater when when I could the 3D one. I saw it in the theater in 3D. I saw it three times in the theater when I was young. My my dad brought me. You know, it's an R rated. I, I don't know if it was R rated, but it should have been anyway. I love those movies and uh, all the way up to, I mean, even the only one I didn't like was Freddy versus Jason. Cause Jason in that one, I think he was like 120 pounds. Yeah. He oh, was yeah. like, he was like some scrawny, it was like Barney Fife. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like,
2: from the Andy Griffith show with the, with the, with the hockey mask <laughs> on and the hockey mask wasn't the right hockey mask. The costume wasn't right. I, I was so disappointed. And I mean, I, I thought the reboot, like <clears throat> for me, the, after Jason X, which I thought was awesome. It was. Um, yeah. It, it was. It, I mean, I thought that was brilliant. I, and you know, like I'm, I I may not know what I'm talking about, but I thought it was awesome. The reboot, I, I considered that Friday the Thirteenth, uh, eleven. It it took place. You know, in the end of Jason X, he he landed on another planet, uh, and and came landed in a lake, and he was just going to start killing people again. Well, Friday the Thirteenth, the reboot is eleven. They're on that other planet. He comes out of the fucking lake. He starts doing the same thing over again. It's, it's, cause he, you can't stop him. That's the whole thing about him. You can't, not even Corey Feldman could stop <laughs> Jason. And I mean, if anyone can ruin a franchise, it's Corey Feldman. So. <laughs> uh, but I just, I absolutely love the Friday the 13th movies. They're, they're my favorite. I used to idolize Jason, just thinking like, oh, you, you know, oh, you, you're smoking drugs and having sex in the woods. Oh, ho ho Guess what's happening to you? You shouldn't be doing. Oh, look! It's Camp Crystal Lake. Let's let's go have a party there. Oh yeah, sure. Go on, kids. Go on, have a party there. Nothing bad can happen, right? Go swim in the lake. It's awesome.
3: <laughs> the really, water's fine. I really like the reboot. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the idea of the reboot, and I found it dark, and I enjoyed it, but couple issues I did have with it. I, I thought that Derek Mears, the actor who played Jason, and I'm going to go back a little bit. I know this is confusing, but you mentioned the Jason that was in Freddy vs. Jason. I don't know if anybody can remember this, but do you remember in Jason Takes Manhattan, there was a, a basically this, uh, they went through this restaurant or something like that and he grabbed this big cook, this massive cook, and threw him across the restaurant, or threw him across the bar, I can't remember exactly, that's actually actor Ken Kurtzinger, who came back and played Jason in Friday, uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he actually plays his real character in Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. But going back to Derek Mears, I just, I don't like that. Like, I, like it's the same with the Michael Myers and the Rob Zombie Halloween reboot. Like, oh. I need, like, I don't want, like, you know, uh... I don't want an accountant going around killing people with his ropey arms. Like, obviously, no. But, I mean, it's got to be somewhat grounded in reality. Like, I like the pudgy look that Kane Hodder had. I like Mm -hmm. the look of the original Jasons. I I don't like this giant mammoth man because it's just not realistic. And I really, I know it's going to sound stupid, but I like the fact that the Friday the 13th movies could actually happen. There could be some weirdo in the woods. But there's yeah. not gonna be some weird giant in the woods who's mutated from some kind of, you know, I don't know, genetic experiment. I mean, that's just not gonna happen.
1: It's gonna be Shaquille O'Neal.
3: I, I get, as soon mm. as you said that, I saw a picture the other day of The Rock in between Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. And The Rock from wrestling is a massive guy, but he looked like a kid compared to Shaquille O'Neal. I, I'm, I'm blown away. I can't imagine running into Shaquille O'Neal in real life. See? And if
1: he was in the woods? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shack
1: in the woods. Oh, uh, dude, I just looked at that picture. Holy crap, he looks like a shrimp compared to these guys. Oh yeah, that's crazy.
3: That's, and he's like oh. six foot four, two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah. Shack in the woods. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> That's a million dollar idea right there. If yeah, the
0: you think of Shaq in the woods, I'm thinking right, okay, I'm running, I'm running through the woods and I fought a I fought a cabbie, a Shack Shaq Fu that's, and that scares me.
1: Right. That's scary. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, it's like, no, someone chasing you through the woods with Shaq Fu on the Genesis box and you're like, you have to play this game, it's awesome.
1: I actually like Shaq Fu. I th- I think it's one of the. Oh I my think it's,
0: god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: I think it's one of the greatest fighters ever made. Get out
0: of here! That game's shit.
3: No, it's right. awesome.
0: That game is totally horrible and funny.
3: Jeremy, I've I've got to tell you honestly, I am really jealous of the fact that you got to see Friday the Thirteenth in Friday the Thirteenth Three in theaters in 3D. Like, uh, they just released. I think it was about two years ago a DVD copy with the 3D version on it. it came with the little crappy 3D glasses Yep, but it's just not the same seeing trying to watch that on a regular TV or HD TV as the theater experience would have been
1: yeah actually uh we got I got that from my brother for Christmas that exact DVD copy and yeah I I can't imagine how sick it would have been to go see that in the theater
2: but it was awesome. It was like, I, I I don't know when I started seeing them in the theater regularly, but I, I couldn't wait for the next one to come out. Because, I mean, back when they were originally, you know, around three and two, you knew another one was coming out. I mean, at the end of oh, yeah, every yeah. movie, they they fucking teased you that, well, Jason isn't dead, he's going to kill some more people. Just wait a year and a half, he'll be back. You know, that's all you have to do. I just, I couldn't wait. Like, and I love all of those, like, uh Michael Myers is another, he's, Fucking the killer that you, you know, he's the guy you want to be the killer. He's the, yeah, the, the yeah. creepy guy with the fucking mask. You don't know if he's, uh, you know, the Dr. Loomis tells you he's not even a human, you know, he's not a man. And it's just, it's so perfect. You you, you just are totally creeped out by these guys. But you, you, you love it when he's on screen. You know what I mean? You, you're like, oh, here he comes. Uh oh, he's got a butcher knife. Well, here, <laughs> here he it comes. It's, uh, and, uh, uh, Hellraiser, there's another series of movies that I, I just, I, I love those movies. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Where the killers, where the, where the, uh, antagonist is, is somebody that you actually want to be doing what he's doing best. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're, you don't want to see Corey Feldman hitting him in the head with the fucking machete. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You're just like, no, why couldn't he just, oh, why didn't he just fall down the stairs and get hurt? <laughs> you know, poor Feldman. But yeah, it's uh, I love all of those movies. It's, I seeing Jason X in the theater was uh, still one of the highlights. Uh, I there was nobody in the theater; it was me and my girlfriend and like nine other people, and we saw like a midnight showing of it. I think it was first day, and nice you know nobody nobody was interested in this. It, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Jason X, that's boring," and there were like nine people in front of us, and they were all laughing at the wrong spots, and you know, and I was I was yelling at the screen. No, no, wait, that, that, that would happen. He, he would actually do that. Why are you laughing? This is, this is what Jason does. This is, yeah. this is important. Shh. Shh. He's gonna put that woman's head in the, in the liquid nitrogen and shatter it. You know, I applauded when that happened. And, <laughs> I was like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. I, I think my,
1: my, my favorite part is him sacking up the, the chicks in the, the, oh, yeah. and, that and bar was hilarious.
3: hilarious. They loved premarital sex.
0: Yeah. huh Yeah. yeah. That's
3: that so good. funny. But, funny uh, stuff. The biggest reason that I love Jason X as much as I did was the homage it paid to the original movies because it's the first time, I think, since part maybe five, uh, and I don't know if they really used it in five, definitely since part three or four, where they used the original kind of like spooky music, and yeah. music and tones play such a key role to me in horror movies, and it's something that's com- completely been forgotten in like the remakes of movies like Nightmare on Elm Street we didn't even hear the synonymous Nightmare on Elm Street music in the remake and same with Friday the 13th I mean the kind of creepy like camp music and the Jason Chase music completely disappeared but they brought that back in Jason X for that scene it was awesome yeah cool stuff well uh you
1: want to talk about games we've been playing hello yeah okay sure uh so why don't we start with you jeremy what have you been playing lately oh
2: boy what have i been playing Well, i've been uh on the wii u i was playing uh tekken tag tournament uh two uh, i was playing that uh yesterday uh that's pretty awesome uh the the i i love the wii u controller i have to admit i you know at first when i got it i thought this thing's gigantic who wants to play with this thing in your hands but to have like literally i've a- heard that a
1: thousand times.
2: I,
3: But yeah, that's my wife. Yeah, Uh, but. (laughs) to the party on that one. That was good.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) I totally. I'm sorry. I derailed your train of thought. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Well, that's that's uh, that's not hard to do. Believe me. Um. Yeah. Another thing
1: my wife says. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Wii U, Jeremy. Yeah. It's wonderful. That, Go ahead. Is
2: that what we were talking about? I, was...
1: I think so. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, um, yeah, I was playing tech and tag tournament. I'm playing, uh, Batman, uh, Arkham City, the armored edition for the, uh, Wii U. I just love the fucking <clears throat> controller. I, I, I love having a little screen to look down on. That's your map. It's the, the it's, uh, there's so much that there's so much potential in that system that supporting it, like, by playing it and going on Meverse and fucking commenting and shit, I'm so down with what's going to happen in the next couple of years with the Wii U. Like, There's, there's just so much potential. And uh, yeah, I, I, Batman is, is... I mean, I never played it on any other console, so uh, I played Arkham Asylum on my 360, but that was years ago. And I thought, okay, well, I, I kind of like being Batman. And as soon as I started playing it again, I thought, holy fuck, I'm Batman. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Look at those thugs down there. Guess what? Yeah. Batman's fucking coming, and he's gonna kick your ass. Look at I'm jumping, I'm flying through the air, and I'm gonna kick you in the head. How, how do you pick up that baseball bat? I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> About, you know, it's just so much fun to just kick the living tar out of people and like figure stuff out. And the integration with the Wii U controller is, it's just, I mean, it, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's. It's a great improvement over just having a controller in your hand that does nothing. You know what I mean?
1: I, th- I think the potential there is huge. I mean, like, I was, I, me and a buddy of mine, um, started talking about, like, a Star Fox game, you know, having, you know, Falco and Slippy and whatever popping up on the screen down there telling oh, me to do a barrel so roll. Cool. Like, think of it. That would be it sick. A barrel roll. <laughs> that would be so sick. Yeah. Like, if they released a, I'd go buy one. Like, I would, I I I'd, I'd break down my kid's college fund and go buy one.
3: I I do have I do have some concerns about that screen though that they might try to force too much stuff on it, like the mm-hmm. next Legend of Zelda that comes out. Think about having like the weapons constantly on the screen, so you would no longer pause between switching your weapons or switching your oh. items. And to me, depending on how furious the gameplay is at that point, that might be a little confusing or it might be a little distracting.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that that could be, but I don't know that I don't. Well, certainly they wouldn't be that foolish, would they? Like, I feel like that, or or they would at least have an option, maybe. Don't you think? Maybe? Nintendo doesn't
3: really give you options. They just... uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we've talked about this before. Nintendo are pretty focused on making sure that the gameplay is paramount to story, graphics, anything else. So, uh, I'm concerned, but at the same time, if Nintendo does it, they'll do it right. This is not, like, some hoodwinked Xbox idea or something.
1: Well, and I've heard, also heard rumors in terms of, like, the, the, the controller for the Wii U that um, kind of um, – I've heard rumors that the PS4 is going to try to jump on board and try to somehow to do a integration with the Vita. I don't know if you, anybody else has heard that, um, but it, it definitely seems that at least the idea of this – that controller that the Wii U uses has um, touched some hearts with the uh, – With other companies, so. (laughs) Uh,
3: When they first made the announcement about both the PS4 and the Xbox One, I said this on my Facebook page, and I'm 100% serious. I'm really not going to talk about either of those systems, but I'll tell you one thing. Look at what happened with the Wii and the motion controls, how the other systems scoffed at it and said, our graphics are just far superior, Nintendo can't touch us. And then three years later, they were scrambling and saying, no, 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 we got motion controls too. We can do it too, I swear.
0: You're yeah. gonna see, you
3: know, iPad connectivity, tablet connectivity to those systems at some point. Yeah.
2: Guaranteed. Guaranteed.
3: Guaranteed.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, and, and, I, I'm not gonna be, well, I mean, didn't, uh, isn't, I don't, I don't have a Vita, but doesn't it do 3D too? Or am I way off base here?
3: I don't know, I, I never got a Vita either. Well,
1: I know it's at least a
3: touch screen, so I mean, it's rear, I mean, rear touch and front touch, I think, or? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's got a, it's got a rear it's touch a, it's ability. I was joke there, but uh, I kind of lost by there.
1: Yeah, well.
0: Uh, I was just about to get... make a dirty joke, but, uh, you got, you yeah, that sort of slipped out of my mind there.
1: So, well, that's weird. Um, so, other games we've been playing, uh, Keeb, what about you, man?
0: Uh, well, as you guys know, I got that, that package from Rich, so lately yeah. I've been playing myself a bit of, uh, Mario Kart with Yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna be jealous about this one. Mario Kart 2, the 6 Golden Coins. Nice. Great game, great game. Yeah, I'm
3: up my copy here right now.
0: Yeah? Yep. Tetris, and, uh, what else? Uh, Kirby's Dreamland. That's a good one. And the consoles, it's been, um let's see, Xbox 360, more, of course, more Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Battlefield, Battlefield 3, believe it or not, on the PS3. The NES has Super Mario 3 in it right about now. Right. The Super Nintendo has NHL 93. 3. Uh, PS2, what have got the PS2? Uh, Spectre vs. Raw 2008. That's cool. what I'm playing on the PS2 yeah. right now, and the Genesis has Sonic 2 in it, which God, I love that game.
1: Yeah, I do too. It's a good uh, one.
0: And 64 has World Kombat Trilogy. That's what I've been playing. Cool. And the Wii, the Wii is called back That's what I'm playing.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um. Well, that's awesome. I, 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 I'm going to recommend because I know you got it from um from Rich, that you should definitely throw Metroid 2 in.
3: It's fun. Yeah, I uh, have
0: quite
3: a bit of it. Keep instead of playing it, you should send me Metroid 2 Return of Samus. You don't have that? No, I don't. What? I've got like two copies, I think. I, I don't, have to look. I don't ever see Game Boy games here, and the only place that sells them is Games Exchange, where I love Games Exchange, and the guys are really fair to me. It's just I'm not going to pay retail prices for Game Boy games.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. There's a totally lot real. of
3: Game Boy games I want, like Kid Icarus, Metroid cool. 2, Operation yeah. C, and, uh, there's a Battletoads Game Boy game I didn't know about I'd like to get. Yeah. And Follow the Foot Clan, which is a game I owned when I was a kid that I can't find.
1: The, the game store down here, um, Player's Choice has it. It's like in the front of their display, uh, Fall of the Foot Clan right up front. I, 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 never asked them how much it is cause I, I rarely buy Game Boy games cause I really don't play my Game Boy very much, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll ask for you. Next time I'm in there.
3: Thanks Chris, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm always looking out for you. <laughs> so, well what about you Mike? What have you been playing? Um
3: I just Ooh. Sorry, I got blind stopped there for a second, but I've been playing Silent Hill on the PlayStation 1. I just picked that up a couple days oh. ago and uh, I recently finished yes. Silent Hill 2, so pretty excited about that. Recently picked up a copy of Chrono Trigger, so I'm playing that for the first time on its original system. Oh uh, nice, you've got one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I told you about that. I got a completed box copy of Chrono Trigger. Oh, that's right, that's
1: right. That was like last time you told yeah. us about that.
3: Um, uh, I've been going to my cabin a lot. Uh, we don't have power or anything like that, so in the daytime, if I got some free time, I usually play my 3DS, and I can't tell you how much I love that system. I think the 3DS may be one of my favorite handhelds of all time. And I'm surprised, because I really was disappointed with it when I first got it. Yeah. Uh,
0: Mike, if you guys consider that your uh, favorite handheld, why don't you make a video response to the video I, po- I posted up earlier today?
3: I plus saw your, that. What's your
0: favorite handheld in your top
3: five favorite games? I saw that, and I might just do that. But uh I've been playing Paper Mario Sticker Star. And awesome. It, it is awesome. It's a great game. And uh also, I just started playing Resident Evil Revelations, and I am super impressed with that game on the 3DS
1: yeah i i i saw um i was in the uh when the game stopped keith
0: yeah are you okay yeah i just lost my xbox remote before in the x4 uh, <laughs> I, I
1: thought it was your hammer
0: No. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I saw i was in the
1: i was in the game stop today sorry but i was there and um yeah, they 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 had the display up and they had a um on the the PS3 setup. They had one running a demo of it. It looks pretty cool. I uh I might get that. I I I, I got into playing the Resident Evil Six demo that I have on my PS3. I totally forgot I had downloaded it years ago. <laughs> that that doesn't it it's like Call of Duty.
3: Yeah, I I finished Resident Evil Six. It's not it's not. A lot of people say, well, it was a return to the Resident Evil series. It, it doesn't
1: feel like that at all. No. It doesn't feel like that at all. And I, I I don't... Personally, I don't like the idea of random people hopping into my game.
3: Oh, that was irritating. Very irritating. I don't like that at all. Uh, um, This yeah. one feels more like Resident Evil 4. That would be the best way to explain it.
1: Oh, that's nice. I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Not exactly
3: I, like it, but it does feel like 4.
1: Yeah, I've been playing that recently, and uh it's... That's a good game. And
3: the, I, I, yeah. One of the finest games on the GameCube. When I played that, I oh, was definitely. like, wow, this is a game changer. The GameCube is back.
1: Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got the PS2 version, but I've got the chainsaw controller. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Oh, it, that's a lot of fun. I, I picked that up this month, ass, so. I
0: want, yeah, I want the Wii version of that game badly. Yeah. I've heard good, so, things. I've heard version, good things about the Wii version too.
1: Yeah. I almost grabbed yeah, the. uh...
0: I'll let you get, I want to get the. uh... I think it's Darkside Chronicles and the Umbrella Chronicles as well.
3: Yeah. For the way wait- I, I have the Umbrella Chronicles. It's a kind of like a Unreal shooter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it kind of reminds me of House of the Dead two in the Dreamcast.
3: It's not that good. No. No. <laughs> really? I'm kind of
1: glad I avoided it then. Um. Uh, because.
0: Speaking of things. Well, hold on! Hold on! We're still doing. Yeah playing.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks Mike. And this will be short and sweet. I haven't been playing anything. So because I I I've been moving the the game room and everything's boxed up still and I just I I just don't have time right now. Um because uh my time at my job is coming to a close. Tomorrow is actually my last day. And um I I still don't have another job to go to, but uh I'm getting paychecks through the summer. So um I'm going to get paid, but I don't know what's going to happen next. So yeah, not been playing any games cause I suck and, uh, that's it. <laughs> so there you go.
3: The summer of Chris. Yeah,
1: I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> except for right now, like I've been really thinking about. Right over the last couple minutes of the podcast, I'm pretty much gonna box up that Xbox and go down there and see if I can get a deal on this uh on this boxed Earthbound. I I think I think I might do it.
0: Hey, why don't you, instead of boxing up the Xbox, why don't you just send it over to me? you gonna pay
1: me three hundred bucks with, for it?
0: No, no, I bet with the uh, the games that you're sending me. Uh,
1: you're gonna pay me three hundred bucks for it? Why, a regular Xbox though? Well, I, I, I'll send you the Xbox and all the games for 300 bucks. Uh,
0: they don't have the cash.
1: Yeah. I don't either, <laughs> that's why I'm trading it for the, uh, the, uh, the Earthbound.
3: You oh, okay. could actually, you could actually show the game chaser something, like, ever since I've known you, like, I would never ask somebody to just send me something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, but, well, you you're not, no you're problem just with it. It. you know, I'll just give it to a friend. Yeah. That's what we all. That's what we always did here. If we were, if we
1: were, if we weren't using
0: something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and, I, and I don't, I don't mind. You're, you're not using this. You enjoy yeah. it. You know? I don't mind
1: doing that. I've got a, uh, I got a pretty nice stack of NES cartridges. I'm giving to um, a buddy of mine that collects here, but um, a uh, nice stack. It's like four games, but um, you know, I, I don't mind doing that. That don't get me wrong, Keeb. You know, I've got. I actually got going through my collection the other day, Keep, and I found two more. So actually, instead of the two I was going to originally send you, yeah, I got four now. But, oh,
0: nice. but um,
1: you know, if I can trade this in and get something I've always wanted, why not? You know? Yeah. So it goes back to exactly what we've been talking about the whole time tonight. You know, is if I can trade something that's pretty much just sitting there for something I really want, that's what I'm about.
0: Yeah, actual fact, I'm thinking about selling off half my Xbox collection. Yeah? With
3: 360 collection. I'm not the kind of person that follows these values and stuff like that, but I am going to warn you that now might not be the best time to try to start getting rid of 360 and Xbox.
0: Why is that? Just because there's so
3: much of it out there. I mean, like, here in Newfoundland specifically, The only time you find anything, like you don't even find PS2 stuff anymore, it's all Xbox for some reason.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to, with, with all of that and all the cables that maybe I'll get, I'm hoping for 200 bucks because beyond, I've got the rest of the money like in hand to pay for it, but, but I've got a, I got a pretty large collection of stuff, so hopefully I'll be able to, and I've got some pretty good titles in the mix there, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, well, uh you guys ready to close things out? Call cool. it a night? All right. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Um, Hey, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard.
0: Uh, it's funny. It's hilarious. The dude. first time
1: I heard it, I thought there was a baby in your house. and i didn't know what was going on i was i don't know anyway um anyway we've we've come to an end of another edition of the newfoundland gamer podcast um i just want to thank jeremy for uh hanging out with us and our insanity so thanks man appreciate that no problem all right and uh you know enjoy the year of grub gun guys you got to get in there watch what's going on the guys got focus the guys got content the guy is just fantastic i find him hilarious and i love his camera it it keeps me thoroughly thoroughly entertained (laughs) i do i love that damn camera i i'm so glad it doesn't cooperate with you i I, i'm sorry i i enjoy your suffering i guess i'm sorry man
2: yeah yeah well next time it goes out of focus it'll be just for you bud just for (laughs) you uh
1: anyway thanks for Thanks for listening. I was about to say thanks for watching, but you ain't seen anything but a picture of us. So, um, thanks yeah. for listening. And, uh, I'm going to tell you good night and I guess everybody else will too. So goodnight and,
2: uh, yeah. good night and, uh. See you later.
0: See you later.
1: Thanks for listening.
3: Pleasant dreams. <laughs>